welcome back to the next episode of the podcast, a cannabis podcast for budding enthusiasts. As always, you're joined by your boy, Heavy Days, here from the Upside Down Library. And as usual, we want to give a big thank you to our sponsors. We could not make the episodes happen without you. A huge shout out to our friends at Seeds Here Now. Best seed bank in the States to get your seeds from. A guarantee on satisfaction, not just germination. Why would you go with someone else before they promise you that the seeds will crack? These guys promise that you're going to be happy as well. Check them out, guys. Number one in the industry. They've been supporting us for a long time. The hottest drops, the latest breeders. Check them out. Seeds here now. Likewise, a huge shout out to our friends at Copert Biological Systems. With all the best predators, preventative bugs and feeds to keep the good army happy, healthy and keeping pests and pathogens at bay. If you're battling spider mites, check out the Spidex Vital. Or if you've got aphid problems, check out the Ahiparem. With proof of predation technology built in, you can see the bugs working in front of your eyes. They change colours when they start eating bad bugs. What more could you want? Huge shout out, Copet Biological Systems. Thank you so much for the support. Likewise, shout out to our newest sponsors, Simply Souvenirs, an incredible seed bank based out of the UK, stocking only the highest quality breeders, as well as a range of smoking accessories and a whole lot more. If you're in the UK or Europe, check out Simply Souvenirs, your one-stop premium boutique seed and accessory store. Thank you so much guys, Simply Souvenirs, we appreciate it. And finally a huge shout out to the Patreon gang. You know it, we love you. Lifeblood of the show, truly could not make episodes happen without you. Please consider supporting the show on Patreon, www.patreon.com forward slash the podcast. So for this one friends, we've got a special one. We're joined by the one and only Soul of Soulfire to discuss all the latest and greatest in his world, specifically focusing on his Mind Player drop, which is happening right now, today. This episode is a special exclusive, synchronized for the drop, and we want you to hear more about what you can expect from the killer crosses in the Mind Player series. So without further ado, Let's get into it. Alrighty, friends, we are back. And a big thank you and welcome to the man behind some of the hottest drops you've seen going around, undoubtedly a legend in the Pacific Northwest scene and just a great guy in general. Big thank you and welcome to Soul of Soulfire Genetics. Thanks for coming on the show again. Hey, thanks for having me back, man. It's been a while. Yes, yeah, super keen. I was looking at it. It's it's almost been a, a year since we last chatted. So really, yeah, it's it's flown by. Hey, yeah, that's it. Seems like that was a quick year because it doesn't seem like that long that long to me. It seems like we were just we were just talking about uh, the Bahama drop, but I guess I guess it's kind of flown by. Well, hey, you you touched on it yourself. I guess for a man who's been as productive and as busy as yourself, probably not hard to. Uh, understand why the time's flown by give me a, a little bit of a rundown on what's been going on for you in the past year how did the bahama mama drop go in your opinion uh i think it went amazing i mean for us it was it brought in a lot of new a lot of new growers maybe to the soul fire brand uh, like the just the way that we un, un 
you know, revealed it and just like unfolded it for people on Instagram, like doing our reveals, showing the pictures that we grew. Um, I just thought it brought maybe a, a lot more people into the fold. Um, so yeah, I guess last time that you and I got together, um, that was a year ago. We talked about that it was the first drop of Bahama. Then this year we did a, uh, the, the second, uh, volume of it, which was much smaller. Like we sold out pretty much instantly. Like it was just gone, you know? Um, and it was just as cool. And, and, you know, now we're on to other things, but yeah, I, to answer your question, I think the, the Bahama was big for the soul fire, soul fire brand. We keep seeing just crazy heat that people are, are finding in there. And yeah, it's awesome. I would have to a hundred percent agree with you. That drop in my opinion was one of, if not the biggest in the past couple of years, in fact, and a number of questions sort of stemming from what you just answered. And I guess the first place to start is I noticed that the uh, part two of the Bahama Mama drop was a little more limited. I was curious to ask, is there any strains out of that drop that you think will come to gain a bit more notoriety, even though maybe you didn't get quite as many packs out as the first drop? Uh, yeah. So I think, I mean, I think like the weekend at Gary's, I think it was our first opener with like a, a Gary strain uh, or a great Gary cross that and the gas Nana. I, I mean, some of the things that we just saw in that, which the gas Nana was, um, was banana runs with, <clears throat> with Gary Payton and just some of the banana flavors that we saw in there that weekend at Gary's is, is so just greasy and it's such a good breeder that Gary, um, I think those ones are going to, when, when people really dive into them, I mean, I had to, I, I did a remake, so I don't know a lot of people, I guess this is the first place you'll, you'll hear it. Um, Cause I haven't told anybody this, but I did a remake of a, of a lot of the strains that we ran out of that people fell in love with from the Bahama drop. So like Bahama berry, which was from volume one, um, we sold so many of those and people just keep asking for it. And there's so many ones that they love of that same thing with the weekend at Gary's. So um i remade some of those i also did some bx's and um and yeah and then we remade the bahama s1 um because that went out as a freebie and for the first month of the bahama the first bahama drop and you know i think we gave up gave away like thirty thousand of those um so now we've remade the bahama s1 as a as a retail pack it'll just be priced at our normal our normal pack price and that'll that'll drop sometime after this mindful in maybe a month or so month or two so yeah um but to answer the question i think out of out of that second um that second release i think for me weekend at gary's is probably going to be one that we see a lot of the um I don't know the lemon peel. I mean, I, the lemon peel cross, the Bahama peel. There, I think the hash lovers once they really get in there and they start finding the the turp profiles in there. Like when we were trimming up all the the testers. Oh my god, I was trimming it with a couple hash guys, and they were just trying to walk out the out the door with their all the bags they trimmed. They're like, I'm writing my name on this one. I'm taking this one home. You know what I mean? So <laughs> just there's just so much in that second. I wish I had more of. I wish I would have had more of them to share with people. We just didn't. Yeah, what a great answer. And many of the strains you mentioned were some of the ones that I had sort of earmarked myself. And, you know, it's funny you mentioned the Bahama Berries. I, I popped a pack of that myself because it caught my eye. So there you go. You are speaking, oh, nice. speaking to the testament of it. 
Uh, the gas, the gas nana, man, mm-hmm. got got some traction behind it. Undoubtedly, a lot of people I've spoken to are really excited for it. It's an interesting pairing as well. How would you describe the flavors? Do you get the banana coming through, or is it more dominated by the Gary? No, the the banana comes through strong. So I was a little scared to do it. Like you know, I was like, oh, I don't know exactly how this is going to go. I know Gary's a great breeder, and I know the banana runs that I was using was very candy banana very creamy laffy taffy fake banana and i was like you know if i can get if i can get what i'm looking for out of this which is like a a greasy gassy but yet still fake banana smell then i'll be happy and i'm happy to say that like we accomplished that so there's there's some green phenos in there and then there's like some jet black phenos in there as well so our selection of that the one that we kept which I didn't even find it. So I, so uh, our partners here in, in Seattle, uh, Nomads, they found the one that I actually, um, I actually kept. I found a bunch of great ones, like the ones I pictured and showed were great. But the one that he found is just so intense with the banana turp, like that fake candy banana turp. I had to, I had to keep his, and it's, yeah. So I guess the base best way I can explain it is like a super mechanic shop greasy smell which i believe comes from the gary and then that fake banana so something completely different than you'll see in a banana runs but very intense very intense great taste too sounds beautiful and while we're on the topic of uh, greasy gas i noticed that the mando sold out very quickly from the bahama mama series and not not surprising Do you think that yeah. you'll re- look to remake that one at all? It seems like it was extremely popular. Uh, maybe I don't think I'll remake it, but I may I may go through it and and use it later later in another project. But I don't have any plans to remake it, and it, and it wasn't in our in our remake schedule for um for the ones that we just remade with the with the Bahama. So, uh, short answer, no, not looking to, to, uh, remake that one, but possibly look through it, hunt a bunch of them and maybe find something to work out of there. Yeah. Beautiful stuff. And would you say that in general, uh, one of the sort of strategies you use as a breeder is that you do look to continue the breeding forward each generation. So like you say, you make the Mando this cross and then, next one maybe you breed with that and like keep working it forward or do you sometimes just go back to the same thing um i generally don't go back to the same thing because i don't know we try to keep it fresh we try to keep it unique but if you've watched the pattern of soul fire i guess over the years I, you know we've been out like six seven years and a lot of our a lot of our lines come from our original black banana line right so um a lot of them build on that um, so yeah, I, I would imagine to see some offshoots if we sign, if we find something amazing, but you know, the, the Bahama that came from the original black, uh, black banana line, uh, you know, the, the Don mega that came from our original black banana line, this mind flare, you know, it's, it's a few steps from that, right. Cause that was from the YU jelly, but still, you know, originated from that original, working and i I think we just want to see how far we can can push it and how how much we can improve it i guess if that makes any sense 
Yeah, definitely. And I want to loop back to that, but I got to quickly ask you this question I've just sure. been personally curious about. Did you name the strain Don Mega after your dog or is the dog named after the strain? Oh, no, the dog is named after the strain. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I love yeah. that. It's a cute dog. I was like, I would love if this like, dog was called Don Mega. It's like such an imposing name on this cute little dog. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So hopefully, so that's a, uh, he's a lilac, fluffy Frenchie. I don't see any of them here in, in Seattle, really. Um, I got them from my buddy who, you know, he breeds them. Shout out to uh, King County Kennels. Um, yeah, I got them from him. And, dude, he's just the, the most lovable, cool. I actually have two. So I have I have another, uh, an, I have a female, a female Merle that I got from a friend as well. Um, I bought from a friend. And I'm going to pair those two together. So they're like Soulfire Selected Frenchies. <laughs> I'm not going to have a bunch of litters. It's not my job. It's not, you know, I'm not jumping in the dog game. That's not my, not my thing, but um, I do find it super interesting. Like the, you should see the genetic um, profiles that come with these dogs, right? Like they break it down to the allele. Um, so it's really cool to, to see the breeding that's going on with these dogs. So I'm going to have one litter, maybe two litters of some sulfire pups. And that that'll be it for me wife will lose her mind she already doesn't want to do it (laughs) (laughs) the the merle one you mentioned she's a cutie when i saw the photos of her i was like man i don't think i've seen a merle frenchie before yeah the merles are 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 super cool man i mean she's got uh she's uh she's a chocolate chocolate try try merle coco try so yeah yeah she's got like coco paws and then like that cow that cow print look and just a personality and she's super small. She's like 22 pounds and he, he's like 20, he's supposed to finish out at about 25 pounds, 25 pound fluffy. So I love it. I guess that, uh, the breeding you're going to do is just, just regular release only not fems. <laughs> yeah, that's right. No. Yeah. Yeah. No, it, it's not even regular. Like you have to go and get these guys a C-section artificial inseminated. It's like a whole process that, Oh yeah. Yeah, I really wouldn't want to do all the time. You know what I mean? And like the at least the breeders that I got my dogs from, they don't they're not like puppy mills. They don't keep their dogs in cages or, you know, anything like that. Like they're like family dogs. And that's how our dogs are, because you know, anything less than that, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't deal with it. So Yeah. Um yeah, no, they're great. I, I love them. I didn't I didn't really know that I was gonna fall in such love with them, but yeah, they got great personalities. Beautiful. I love it. I love it. Well, let's go back to a question that we normally start the episodes off with. What have you been smoking on? Uh, so right now, mostly a lot of a lot of hash rosin. So I'm smoking mostly the fucking mind melter. I washed a bunch of it when we did our when we did our our test for the for the mind flare run. And um so that one, I mean that's our first Don Mega Femme. Well, actually, yeah, yeah, that's the Mega Mind. The uh the Mega Mind is what we washed. I didn't wash the Mind Melter. Uh, that's what I've been smoking on. I, I've been using my Puffco <laughs> just because I can travel around with it. You know, I just got to travel around with that fucking thing when I'm on the run and shit. And then I, I actually uh, put some in some little pens just for me and the, you know, for the me and the homies. So I just give them, pass them out some pens and, and dude, it blows, man. Like sometimes I forget, you know, when you put, when you have hat, like good hash rosin in a, in a fucking pen. Um, I was in the, this is a horrible story, but I was in the uh, grocery store the other day and I was like, 
I was in the meat aisle. I was looking at some shit and then I just rip on this fucking pen in, you know, and I just blow it out. I, I, I guess I forgot where the fuck I was at, you know, and I look over and this like old lady is looking at me like, what the fuck? Like, what the fuck are you doing? And she just got hit with this cloud. I was like, oh, God. But yeah, yeah. It, it's, it's, you know, the thing about those uh, hash rosin pens is they actually smell like pot when you blow them out, I guess is the more the point of the story. It really smells like you just smoke some pot. And whereas a lot of these other like pens and shit you get from the store smell like, I don't know, not like weed, you know? So I guess that's why I, I enjoy those, but yeah, that's what I've been smoking. Uh, just a little bit, the hash that I made, I got some, um, Bahama, Bahama berry flower from nomads. Um, yeah, I smoked a joint of that the other day. It was pretty tight. Um, so yeah, I had a nice strawberry stripe, nice strawberry on the exhale, which is fucking, so I can't wait till you grow yours and we'll see if you get the, if you get the strawberry on the exhale, you're going to have to let me know. Yeah. Look, super keen. I'll, I'll keep you filled in and, uh, for everyone listening, uh, we're specifically going to drop this episode on the first when, uh, the new mind flayer release comes out. So why don't we use this opportunity to sort of dive into it and take a little quick rundown of some of the strains in the drop if that works for you sure let's yeah let's get into it let's do it well look we've already sort of spoken about the mind melter a little bit what sort of additional characteristics would you mention about this one would you say that it's specifically made for the concentrate enthusiast uh no i wouldn't go that far and i i just i can't go that far because i haven't washed a bunch of them right so i washed the mega mind I watched the Mega Mind. That's the Don Don Mega with the Mind Flare, and I already kind of knew that that was gonna wash, just because you know Don Mega washes so well. And I, you know, I had a bunch of them that we tested, and I had this one that was just monster big, huge plant, um, and it was ugly as shit. So I'll just be honest, it was super ugly. But I was like, oh man, yeah, I was feeling the, I was feeling the 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 nugs, and I was like, I think this thing's probably gonna wash, and you know, I did the trick where you you, you cut off a nug and put it in a in a glass or a jar of ice and water and shook it up and it looked like a snow globe in there you know and uh i called up the homeboy and i was like man i'd sent him a little video of it. i said like, what do you think you think this thing's gonna wash he's like oh yeah i think it is so you know i i froze that one and washed it and that's the shit that i was smoking but um i can't say that that uh you know that everything in there i wouldn't make a claim like that until we get some more feedback from other people uh on that so but there's a lot of cool stuff in there a man of integrity i love that i think uh some breeders would just happily say that every strain washes very well (laughs) Mm -mm. no i can't i can't i can't uh i can't attest to that i i washed the the mega mind it dumped for me it was like really pretty pretty hash and i i try to only keep the best and i still got you know i don't keep like the full spec like all the bags or anything and i I felt like I got a really tight return and I was happy with it. So if you're looking for a washer, Don Mega is always a, a good choice um, to go with. So Mega Mind. other than that, you're on your own. <laughs> Figure it out for yourself. <laughs> Definitely. And uh, yeah, Mega Mind. my apologies. I, I had a brain fart there when I said Mind Melter. So the next one I'd love to ask you about is the Utter Madness. I think this one looks beautiful based on the, the photo you posted the other day. And the, the parental lineage is very appealing to a lot of people, especially those who were particularly impressed by some of the photos of the biddies you put up in the Bahama Mama mm-hmm. drop. 
What sort of plants can people expect out of the utter madness? Super frosty. So this one, I've seen it now. I grew it. Um, now we've seen growing with dragon, which is like a soul fire team member. If you're not familiar with them, um, he's a moderator in our discord. He's been, he's been, you know, growing our stuff for years. He has a YouTube channel, a great guy, super helpful dude too. Like he'll answer any question you have just like I will. But I mean, he's always there to answer questions for, for growers. So I always send him, we don't have testers at soul fire, um, not anybody can just test for us or any of that. So, but we have a few, few different people that have been with us for years that are, you know, passionate about the brand and just growing pot in general. Um, generally guys that grow intense at home. Right. Um, because that's, I think my base is mostly guys that grow at home and which I'm very proud of. And he grew it and fucking crushed it. Um, and then I saw no mid Seattle. They, I was just down there looking at all their ones and they're crazy. So that structure of the biddies that people really loved in that color, that pink magenta, that pop, um, comes through. And then the mind flare gives it a, like some more stack, even though it was already kind of that blockhead was already kind of stacky and then the frost which i was surprised on because the biddies itself um it wasn't the frostiest for me at least that blockhead cut the one that i used in that cross it wasn't the frostiest um but these ones that come out from this cross are insanely frosty so it's a good it's a good choice and it, it's kind of got like a fruity parfait like a fruit yogurt smell to it it's, it's cool definitely if you're into colors you're into frost um and you're into something finishing early like the the those pictures that we the picture we put up from the biddies reveal dude that's day 48 really that's day 48 i had no idea yeah so and i saw the exact same thing when i grew it and i saw the exact same thing that i just saw down at nomad seattle they're at the same they're at the same day as um dragon over in in michigan and there it's it looks to most guys they would call that done i mean obviously dragon and nomads and myself we're taking it to 63 for me as a rule of thumb i like to take everything to 63 um but these look damn near finished at 48 so if you're looking for a fast strain if you're looking for something to be done quick uh utter madness is probably probably something you want to go for for sure that's brilliant. And you, you sort of touched on a, a, a general thread I wanted to swing by you, which was that, at least from my perspective, it seems as though there's some amount of conscious decision-making going into trying to beef up the yields. And I feel like as a community, we've sort of backed ourselves into a corner with some of the hype strains. It feels like more and more it's just accepted that you're going to get smaller yields. But I feel like your work, largely speaking, has all of those exotic characteristics. But it, as you just mentioned, you're trying to pull the flowering times down a bit and getting a bit better structure and yield. Is this something you did consciously think about or am I just like wishful thinking? No, you're right. So, you know, when I looked at the Bahama line, there was some crosses in there that were extremely heavy. So like the Bahama Berry, heavy. 
uh nf sheesh could be very heavy creature panic heavy but some of the other ones were not as heavy as i would like them still frosty still beautiful still everything you want to see in, in in an exotic strain still have the turps still taste amazing when you smoke it just the, all the things you want but we're trying to maybe make that stack better and so like whereas the bahama would be a lot more flower very little leaves great for trimming you know what i mean sometimes you know there's just a little bit of elongation in there that i was trying to on this drop trying to shorten trying to fill in that stack and i feel like that's you know what what mindflare brings to the table is an amazing stack and a faster faster finish a faster ripening um and then like a, a chocolatey more greasier terp to it and it looks like uh in my opinion from what i've grown and what i've seen grown um it really brought some frost to it, which I wasn't expecting. I was expecting a lot less frost, to be honest, um, from the mind from the mind flare drop. But we got lucky and we got we got some frost out of it. But it wasn't it wasn't what I was breeding for with this with this drop. There you go. Happy accidents are always welcome. They happen, yeah. They happen. <laughs> and while we're on the topic, give me a little bit of a rundown about what it was about the mind flayer when you first saw it or whenever it happened that made you decide this is the next uh, pollen donor to do what impressed you about it oh it was the smoke on this one like well the smoke and interesting story that that the mind flare that we used from this actually came from uh my my good friend vic from king county kennels who who had grown it i gave him a box of uh, of beans way back in the day and he grew that and he was like bro look at this thing and I, I came over and looked at it it has like all these crowns and, and and fingers coming out of it and wild leaves and just super and he was like and, and you know it finishes super early and I was like dude that's awesome let me let me get that and I held on to it for a long time and grew it a bunch of times the homeboys grew it they grew it you know they monocropped it they're loving it and I was like, dude, I love this shit. So, you know, shout out to Vic for for turning me on to to that that plant. And I mean, I think that happens a lot. I, I we have a tight group of, of friends, tight group of growers that we hang out with. We all grow shit together, you know. And and if they grow something of mine or or anything, they they were like, oh, dude, this is tight. You should you know check this out. And then I grow it. And so it's, I think you need that that community and then to select from. And I'm lucky enough to have it really. So. Yeah, beautiful stuff. And it, as you said, it's sort of a testament to the work that can be done when you uh, have like a bunch of friends helping out. I was just thinking of that saying, what is it? You know, it takes a village to raise a child. It's almost a bit like that to find the right pollen donor. Yeah, no, for sure. Like Soulfire, I, I, you know, I I love coming on and doing um, podcasts and talking about the company and 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 being on Discord and talking with people about you know the brand and, and what we're doing but it's no by no means me i mean there's a it's a big it's a big thing to get it done it's a big thing to get your seeds out it's a big thing to select plants and it's it's not just me at all it's a bunch of people that make it happen and if they weren't there or they weren't um helping me out it would it just wouldn't be it wouldn't be done so it's no one-man band over here that's it shout out to the whole team Shout out to the whole team. 
as well as your uh, lovely lady. I know she does a lot of work behind the scenes as well. Yeah, she she does the most. <laughs> <laughs> Undoubtedly. So if we take a look at the next Mind Flayer drop, one of that really caught my eye was the turn because I don't believe I had seen you use the rosé cake before as a, as a mother. Tell us a little bit about the rosé cake and then how did the turn work out with it? Yeah, so... That one, I will say, so we got that from Bellevue Cannabis. Um, they had it. They were gr- growing it for a long time. Um, I, I just love the turp on it. I love the, the, the creaminess of it, the, the cakiness of it. I was always a big fan of like, I don't know, the cakier strains, like the wedding cakes and things like that way back when they were like the cool thing, you know, and, and um, just the look, you know me, I love pink. I love pink pot. I think that it's. I don't know. I think it's underrepresented, you know, underrepresented um, out there in the strains. And it, it just, it was unique. It totally caught my eye. And I was like, you know what? Let me grow this a few times. I grew it a few times. I probably sat on it. I don't know. Months and months. Like, you know, I grew it quite a few times before I really was like, you know what? Let's, let's put this in. And then, you know, then we had to grow it from there again. We had to grow the progeny out and the progeny, the smell is just amazing. You know, the fruity cakey smell is awesome. So that's why I made it. Lovely stuff. And, and how do you think the, the strain turnt ended up incorporating, you know, the mind flare and the rosé cake? Uh, I think, I mean, I, I think it's at least going to bring that, the the time down not that it the the rosé cake was even a fast uh a, or a long flower because it wasn't um so i just think with the mind flower we're always bring it we're bringing these times down a little bit um and then you know the one i think it might be the next one that we reveal actually it just it has a lot of color it has it has a lot to it it has a lot to it and i think really the terp is what it is um i'm trying to select for good smelling things that that people are going to like. I mean, we got to get some different stuff out here, you know, because there's just, you can only have gelato so many times. I love gelato. Gelato is amazing. Um, but we can only have so many variants of that. Um, and we just got to try to, I, maybe that's why the Bahama was popular with people because it was different. Like there was some different, there were some different characteristics to it. Um, same thing with the mind flare, some different characteristics. And I think that's kind of what the rose cake added to this would be something different. Yeah. Okay. That's, that's a great way to sort of put it. And just as a, a personal thought, I, I feel like um, what you're saying is a hundred percent correct, right? Like there can only be so many gelatos, but I also feel like you've done a good job of uh, helping to incorporate into your work, but also do it in a unique way. Because if you look at, like the YU jelly and all the work that's come from that, I think there's a strong argument to be made that like while there is gelato in there, it's really like not just gelato or even gelato derivative. You've sort of turned it into your own thing. Do you think that that'll be a sort of method you use going forward in terms of like, yeah, maybe there is cookies in a cross, but it's not like your regular cookies. Right. And I think that's, I think what what you said is what um, I think every breeder should do every seed maker should do is try to make something your own you know like it's anybody can take two two hype cuts and put them together and be like oh this is that you know what i mean but make something your own make it individual 
and and unique and then and then incorporate some of the flavors that are already kind of out there and you'll see that what you make is something new and something all your own even though it may have something that we've seen before but you incorporated your own flavor with it so now it's it's all new so yeah don't just take two two cuts that you you pick up at the farmer's market slap them together and and think you did something i think you got to kind of you got to make something first so yeah certainly and that that's a sentiment we hear echoed by many guests I uh, should have asked you earlier, but I think now's a good time before we keep moving on. When I popped those Bahama berry seeds in Minecraft, if the Australian Federal Police is listening. Oh, geez. When I, when I popped those seeds, they raced out the gate and I thought, beautiful, healthy seeds, what I want to see. And then it got me wondering, because I don't actually ask this question enough on the show. How long do you think it takes for a seed to become fully viable? Because in the past, I think I've said to someone, as long as you give like the seed like six weeks on the plant, it should probably, you know, be pretty happy. Do you do you let it really go? Because I've heard some people like they just let the plant go to like 13 weeks, you know, because it's just like more's better maybe. I don't know. Where, where do you stand on that one? Are we talking about har- when we're harvesting seeds? Yeah. if you're Just because a lot of our listeners like to make their own seeds. How long do you think it takes? Right. It does not take that long. So uh, we've had this debate as well. Um, when I'm making seeds, I'll, I pretty much run the plant um, the same amount of time as if like we were flowering the plant. Sometimes if you let them go for too long, um, those seeds will start to crack and you'll start to, they'll split open and the seeds will still be viable, uh, but they look weird. Like you'll see along the edge, there'll be like a little split opening. Um, and I just don't know how long those seeds will probably hold hold on the shelf uh, as much when they have like an actual air hole in there. But yeah, I, I think to answer your question, I, you know, I'll bring the plants down about 63, um, hang them and and let them just completely, completely dry. I would imagine and this is just anecdotal um, that those seeds are still ripening while they're drying. So they're still probably going through like a, you know, some sort of growth process of, of ripening on the vine. So, you know, I give them a long dry while they're hanging. I wait mostly because it's just absolutely irritating to try to sort seeds in any kind of stock that's still wet or not a hundred percent bone dry, especially for the way that, that we do it, our technique by using the easy seed. So let them go to 63, hang them up, and then let them, you know, get a solid, solid dry, maybe two weeks even, and then easy seed them out. And then they should go in your, in your uh, refrigerator for a winterization for, I don't know, a month to 45 days. Yeah. Beautiful info there. I love that. And you know what? I had seen those cracked seeds before and I uh, did wonder what the situation with that was. And I, I got a surprisingly really good germination from them. So I, I re- yeah, you will. You- I really was a bit confused because I was sort of expecting them to not germ at all. So thank you for that info. Yeah. So I wouldn't worry about that. Like those ones that have the, if they have a little crack in it, they're, they're gen- they generally pop just fine. I don't know if they're going to sit, you know, make it like 10, 15 years. Cause sometimes we pop seeds that are like 10 years old, man, and have no problem. As long as they keep refrigerated, not in your freezer, but refrigerated, um, seeds will last a decade in my experience, but, um, yeah, people freak out, man, about seeds are like, oh, these seeds are, these seeds are so pale or these seeds don't have tiger stripes or these seeds are, 
dude, seeds are like phenos, right? Every plant has a different different looking seed. Um, Don Mega seeds are super pale, beautiful ge- germination. Cookies and cream seeds from from Mike, super pale, like white pale, pop, wow. amazing. So seeds are different and don't think, oh, this one doesn't have tiger stripes. It's that tiger stripe shit just rubs right off. It's just the outside coating. So that's just, you know, it's just, it's just seeds, seeds are different. Remember like uh, Gorilla Glue back in the day, anything that you cross with Gorilla Glue, absolutely itty bitty tiny seeds, tiny micro seeds. Yeah. So some great info there. I love it. And as uh, you mentioned earlier, you know, you you make a lot of seeds, you give away a lot of freebies. And so I'm imagining you must end up with a lot of like... Po- I love giving away freebies. Can we give away freebies? How do we give away freebies shit here? Oh, let's do it, bro. Let's figure it out. Maybe we'll do it through our Discord. I was inspired by your Discord. Shout out to your Discord. Everyone go check out the Soulfire Discord. This is probably a very redundant statement. You're probably already on there because it's so good. But please go check it out if you haven't. But yeah, bro, let's do it. I'd love to. Yeah, yeah, I'm down. We'll give away, we'll give away uh, some shit. Uh, however you want to do it, let's do it on your Discord. You know, we'll send, a, we'll do a box, uh, one of these Mindflare boxes. Give it away on your Discord. It'd be awesome. Oh my god, get people, get get them stoked. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to be like 500 renamed entries in that cross because this box is insane, <laughs> and, and we'll talk about it soon. I did just want to quickly ask you before we move on, what do you think is the best thing to do with all of the? Uh, material that's left over after you've shucked all the seeds out because it sounds like you dry it till it's really crispy so the seeds come out easily what do you think's the best thing to do with that spent material so to speak i just throw it away it's gross um i just throw it away because there's something there's some sort of you know chemical change that happens when a plant is actually pollinated versus it's just left to flower and never you know and never get that pollination so um yeah all that extra material i just i just throw it right away i don't think it would make anything very good um it smells great and it it looks pretty decent but yeah no i don't keep it i just and the way you know the way i do it i I do it in like a big pan and like a like a barbecue pan or like a baking pan type deal and then i i'll shuck a plant off in there and then i'll just you know, with gloved hands, just sit there and break it up into the finest material. And then, uh, then you kind of like pan for gold to get your seeds to go to the bottom. And then you just remove that top layer. And then I run it through the easy seed and boom, it just, it just cleans them up. I, it was absolutely hell before that machine, to be honest. With the volume you're doing, I, I can only imagine the frustration before you had that. So yeah. Oh God. It was a nightmare. Glad to hear the easy seed uh, has made life easier for you. We just mentioned the um the box you're doing, and I love I love the box. It's a it's a concept that's catching on among the community. I guess before we delve into the specifics of the Mindflayer drop, I'd just like to quickly ask: Do you think you'll look to do a box going forward with most releases? Um, yeah. Sometimes I can. Some it just depends on how much stock we have. Um, you know, there's a new phenomenon coming on in America where, um, hydro stores because of the farmer bill and because of seeds being, you know, quote unquote legal now, um, hydro stores are carrying seeds. So you can just walk into a shop and buy seeds here. And that's going to change the landscape, um, when it comes to 
everything, breeding, um, where you buy your seeds, all that stuff, how it works. Uh, breeders may need to scale up. Who knows? You know, but this is happening. There's nothing we can do to, to you just might as well roll with it because um, that's going to be the new way. So I think I like to do a box because I feel like I can give people a lot more. Um, I try to generally try to keep it kind of small as far as like uh, how many strains I put on a lineup. Um, it's, it's by, it's by design that we only do six to eight because I think it's ridiculous to think that somebody's going to go out and buy, you know, 18 of your strains and spend, you know, these guys will put a, a, a lineup of like 18 different strains and they want $200 a pack for every strain. That's crazy. I like to do six to eight hundred bucks a pack. That's the soul fire standard right there. And then in a box, you just get all kinds of freebies and free shit and fun stuff and you know it's it's affordable it's definitely affordable so this box particularly we um a lot most of the time we just let area 51 handle it because the logistics of getting them out to people are a pain in the ass and area 51 is local so it's easy for us and let them deal with the headache but this time um i just went crazy pissed off the office and just pissed off and just said you know what Let's make sure that every bank that wants 10 of them can get them, you know? And so, yeah, every, every verified bank had an opportunity. Every verified vendor had an opportunity to get 10. So you'll be able to get them from, from them if they, if they got in on it. Yeah. Beautiful to hear because uh, if, if the listeners haven't seen these boxes are very generous and there's a lot of cool swag in there particularly some of the the seeds in there that i'm not sure you can get elsewhere or at least not at the moment no and you never and you never will so yeah i put in it's one or the other on on the hood candy freebies that are in there and if you you'll get them in the box and and that's it so if you they won't be in part of the hood candies drop they yeah Love it. And look, uh, you know, a lot of cool swag in there, especially the Hood Candies freebies you mentioned. And uh, if people have been paying close attention, they might have picked up some little clues that the Hood Candies feminized uh, lineup is in the pipeline. Do you want to give us maybe a little idea about what it was about the Hood Candies that stimulated you to look at it as the next line to work forward? Yeah, I just loved I mean, first the community loved it. They're always they've been asking for it forever. I kind of just hadn't done it because we had all these other projects going. Um, and then, you know, I was just like, all right, it's time. You know, let's let's do this, but we got to do it right. You know, we got to have the right crosses in there. This one we're really going for flavor. You know, this one we're really going for smell. I mean, that's what we're going for terps on this one. That's what we're, we bred for. And and it's in testing now. So I really can't it it may you may see it pop up in september you may not it just really depends on how how it goes so nice and uh, you just got my brain sort of ticking there do you try to have a certain amount of releases per year like say two a year or is it really just like up to the whims of how it works out it's really up to the whims of how it works out i mean it could be none a year if if everything just comes out meh or it, it doesn't meet the criteria um, to stay relevant, I believe you have to, you know, keep it unique, keep it fresh, has to be fire, you know, every time. And if it, I'm kind of going for a soul fire signature look, like if it has that signature look, if you can look at my pictures, if you can look at things that other people grow and say, 
Yeah, that's Soulfire right there. I don't even need you to tell me. I don't need you to tell me who who grew that or who bred that because that's a Soulfire strain. And I think that's what we're striving to become, something where you you look at it and you know. And the only way to do that is through proper selection and being able to say no or being able to say this doesn't make it into the line or this this whole line doesn't make it out to the public. So, yeah, maybe, you know, you never know. Sometimes things just don't don't make it. So even though we talk about it now, you see some freebies in a box or you, you there's some, you know, whispers of, a, uh, of that line coming. If it doesn't make it through our quality, uh, it won't be there. That's great to hear a good sort of uh, quality assurance. And I guess to talk a little more general about, say, how could I phrase this? Your, your sort of trajectory as a breeder. I certainly have noticed that you're, you're doing things in a, this very professional sort of way in the sense that like often I don't even hear about your work. Like a lot of breeders, they'll tell you, hey, I'm testing this out, blah, blah, blah. Your work, it's professional in that it, you just hear about the drop coming and the testing's already happened and you, you didn't even know about it. And I wonder, is this something you're intentionally doing moving forward? Because it certainly feels like it could be a paradigm shift where that's how breeders start working, where it's like, you don't really know what I'm doing right now, but you'll hear about it in six months. Right. I mean, I think that's how they should be working. If you're not growing, if you personally aren't making your seeds and growing your seeds, then you shouldn't be dropping your seeds. It's that it's that simple. So if you make something, you grow it and you feel like it's awesome and it was awesome for you, then you can have confidence in giving it to other people. So, uh, yeah, there's no there's no like this is the upcoming drop and it's happening for sure because. I want it to. That's that's not how it works. It's not, I can't will it to happen. It has to happen because it was quality enough for it to happen. So I, I think that's probably how a lot of breeders maybe I don't know. I, I don't I only really fuck with like my <laughs> Mike and and the guys in my circles. So I don't know what the other people do. I don't really pay much attention to them. Um so I would hope that's how they do it. Yeah, look, I think it's going to be a growing trend. I just, I always love it when I, I log on and I see a, a new upload from you because it's usually a, a very mouth-watering picture. But if we just jump back to the hood candies, you know, we mentioned it's coming in the future. It's looking promising. I guess with everything we've said so far, it might be a bit of a no-brainer that people look at the block monster and think, hey, this is the one. Tell us a little bit about the block monster that's coming out. Oh, and the mind flare drop. Yeah. So that, that thing is, it's just got this chocolatey Z terps, you know, and it's, it was again, a fast, fast vision finisher, super frosty, uh, really vigorous, like early on in the garden. It just, it was a bully. That's how it got its name. It was, it was growing just so fast. It was like, you know, bullying its neighbors around in there. I was like, damn, this thing is a monster in here. So, um, yeah, it was, it, it was a fun one. It was a really a fun one to work with. I think people are going to be really happy with that. I think we're going to see a ton of great, a great, uh, phenos that come out of that. Yeah. And I love it. I love, I love when people get it and then the joy that they get from growing it. I mean, that's a huge part of this for me, the, the reward I get from the happiness, like the actual joy that people get from growing our strains. I, I, I talk to them every day, every day. Um, I, 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 if you post it on Instagram, you'd be, don't be surprised if I pop up and like it and, and, and say something about it. Cause I, 
if you're growing my gear, I'm I'm behind you 100%. I'm you, you'll hear from me. That's great to hear. I love that. So I did see on Instagram someone uh, posted up a cross called Californian Demon, the LA Kush Cake Cross Mine Flower, and it got me wondering. That's right. How many crosses do you make when you initially do a lineup? And if you had to guess, what percentage of them make it through to the end stage of like getting to market? Yeah, so we make a lot. Uh, we we make a lot and we grow them all. So I can't, I don't know a, a, a percentage of it, but well, we, you know, when we make a line, it starts out very big. And then we go through there and we look at, who who gets to stay which which crosses are good enough and a lot of times a lot of them are amazing but just didn't work with this the design of this lineup it just didn't work with the flow of it so um you know i'll, I'll look at it and i'll pick out hmm, which one do i you know this one's going to be a great soul fire slap or sometimes sometimes a soul fire slap might not even be tested you know a soul fire slap is such a it's a it's a community and that's what that that California demon is the Soulfire slap is such a, uh, a community engagement, a, a, a group thing, you know, um, a lot of times those aren't even tested. Those just go out as a Soulfire slap. You slap up a sticker, you, you, you put it in discord. Um, if it's awesome, I'll post it on Instagram. If you get posted, you get a free pack of seeds. That's how it works. And yeah, that, that, that California demon is dope. Like we've seen, uh, ton of those that are heat um but yeah to answer your question we make a ton and then we whittle that down to that six or eight that we think people are really going to enjoy beautiful stuff there I'm, I'm keen to hear some more about some of the ones that you've tested with but i did want to quickly mention it because you you spoke about you know your home is with exotic mike you don't really drift too far outside of your immediate circle People would probably be aware, and if not, you definitely need to get onto it. You've been doing uh, your own podcast with Mike, the Grow Life with the Bros. Tell me a little bit about that. How's it been going for you, being on the other side of the mic? Dude, I, you know what? You know how that came about is I was just so inspired by our first meeting because you're such a good host. You know what I mean? I went back to Mike and I was like, man, you know, I hate, I never wanted to do these fucking podcast things because honestly, I don't like it to be ever about me. Cause it's not about me. Like I was saying before Soulfire is a team, like from the guy in his, that grows at home to, you know, Soulflower in the, in the office that, that sends out everything to all the workers in there, to everybody else, like are so much more important than me in this. Um, so I never wanted to be like front for face forward front in front of the whole thing. Um, but then, you know, I did your, your uh, podcast and a lot of people really enjoyed hearing about, about, you know, the story and all that stuff. And I was like, man, Mike, we should do one, but we should just do a podcast in discord. This live where we can give away stuff and interact with the, uh, inter interact with the audience just right there and really just bullshit. Cause that's what we do all the time. Anyway. I mean, the guy calls me, you know, every morning when he's out for his, his jog and we just bullshit about everything that's going on from politics to pot to, just what's going on in our life. And so pretty much every morning we'll have a two hour chat about just shit. So, so we wanted to put that in front of people in kind of a funny way and interact with people that, uh, that enjoy that. So, yeah. So, Hey, you were the, you were the inspiration for that. Oh man. You are way too kind. I, I appreciate that. That's I'm just being real. 
Oh man, look, I, I've, I've tuned in and listened to them myself. They're great. And I love the, the live interaction component. That is one of the aspects of this show. But what did you think about Mike's rap verse in the start of the show? <laughs> look, I, I still want to get Matt, uh, Mike on the show, so I'm not, I'm not going to comment on it. <laughs> No, no, go ahead. Just it's an open forum. Say how you feel. <laughs> no, I, people love it. Yeah, I think it's great. Yeah. I, lo- I love it when breeders kick back and have fun with the fans. I remember uh, a while ago, Mike would do those um, talent nights on his Instagram. They were always fun to watch as well. And when he was like with the milk and everything. Yeah, and he'd just like get two random people on the live and just be like, "All right, debate each other," or like just do something fun. It was always good. Oh, dude, I remember. I remember the. Uh like uh, the talent shows he had some dude there were some people in there with some actual like real talent that were doing some crazy things yeah right i forgot about that that shit was great yeah yeah. i remember one time this guy was just beatboxing and he was great at it i'm gonna tell him he needs to start a variety show or something i mean the guy is hilarious uh i'll give him that like me i'm more of a more conservative i like a little bit more reserved and then you know mike is like just so out there sometimes he's like the class clown so together we it's, it's kind of funny. Yeah, man. Good times for sure. Well, everyone, make sure to tune in for the next one. Uh, I believe you post about them on your Instagram, so just keep an eye out for it. That'll be a fun one. Yeah, next one will be, I think, the 29th. So so by the time this airs, it'll have already passed. But we do it every other – we try to do it every other Wednesday. Um, yeah. I mean, maybe we should get you on there as a guest. That's just like flipping the role, the role ver- reversal all the way around. Just – <laughs> look i would not turn that down so uh very appreciative nice all right yeah let's do it that sounds awesome so if we jump back to uh the the strain list from the mind flayer there's sort of only one that we haven't touched on too heavily which is the soul sonic how do you feel the gary paired with the uh, mind flayer oh i felt it, it was great so i don't know man like that for anybody who's doing any projects or or, or working any lines i was a little um i don't know i was a little resistant on, on using the gary uh, at first i grew it and i liked it and i thought it was good you know it was really good pot it had a great smell um but something special happens when you um when you breed with it it breeds amazingly well so when we put it with that and you can just see from the the picture that i posted so we did like a get we um a pre a pre exclusive with that soul sonic on 420 where you could get it just for i think a few days um and just from the pictures of it like the way the leaves are the i loved growing it i had so many keepers of it that yeah i i don't even know it was hard to narrow down and that's i think that's kind of what how you make it into a line in our camp like you can you can test something and be like ah you know, I got one keeper out of like a bunch or, you know, whatever. But if you have one that it's like hard to find a keeper because you have so many keepers, you're just like, ah, I can't keep all of these plants, but I, I should, <laughs> you know, <laughs> that's how you, that's how you make it into the line. And and that was definitely the case with, um, with soul Sonic. Yeah. I loved it. It's great. So that Gary just puts his gas, like a greasy gas on, on pretty much everything it, it touches. That's that's great to hear. And I specifically wanted to ask you, a, a few people have said that Gary and even as an extension, cookies can sometimes be a bit of a bully in crosses because it's so dominant. Do you find that that's the case or do you think it's just a matter of pairing it with something that's equally dominant so you get a bit of both representation? I think you need, I think it's, it, it's 
the pairing. I, I will say that one that Gary is kind of a bully, like it definitely leaves its mark on its cross, right? Like it it has this greasy residue that's on the on the flowers that's and then that just man when you smell it it's so amazing so i i really like it i, li- I like the way that it breeds but yeah it, it's a it's a bully for sure i wouldn't say that all the cookie strains are like that but that one yes but i think its progeny are better than it itself and that's just my personal opinion the things it makes are better than the original yeah beautiful stuff and while I've got you here, I want to ask you, because i got to admit, I wasn't really particularly familiar with the cake mix before you sort of introduced it with the baby cakes. You got me wondering, do you have any strong feelings on cherry pie? I feel like it's sort of starting to make a little bit of a comeback, but I've also never really heard you speak about it. Do you have any strong thoughts on it? Um, I think it's awesome. I've seen it grown uh, a ton. I remember growing it back in the day and had some stability issues if you had the like the real cut of it right yeah so i had it had definitely had some stability issues um but i think with how you know the modern gardener is a lot more savvy when it comes to you know dealing with problems dealing with intersex issues i mean now we've we've grown we've all grown enough cookies to know how to spot and and deal with it it's it's a much more educated um um, I guess landscape. So I have the cut. Uh, I, I also just recently reacquired the cherry pie. Um, I need to grow it again to like refamiliarize myself. So yeah, it is making a, a small comeback though. And I think the, the, the flavor and the turp of it when it's grown the, the right way is amazing. So Definitely. It's definitely got some unique sort of uh, characteristics about it. So that's cool to hear. We may hear more about it in the future. I would love to ask you, I feel like uh, gas has had a bit of a resurgence in the past few years as like a general flavor type. Uh-huh. Would you say that you agree with that? And do you think it's still on the up and up or we're sort of plateauing a bit? Well, I don't know. I think uh, I think one of the cooler things about, you know, cannabis and cannabis breeding is the locales. So like certain areas in the country like certain flavors. If you go to LA, it's gas. They love gas down there. You know, you go to the Bay, maybe it's more Z-Turp, more cookies. You know, they still like gas too. It's just different areas of the country like different things. I know like New York went on a crazy tangent for like Sour D. It was everything had to be Sour D. And, um, so these things, they come in waves, they come in, in, in different regions, uh, have different popularities. So yeah, I think gas is always going to be popular. Sometimes it's going to resurge and then it'll die down and maybe like, you know, like a a Z turp or a cookie turp will pop up. It's, I mean, that's just kind of what makes it cool. Yeah, definitely. Why have you heard about have you heard about some new gas that I don't know about? Because I'm going to need to know. <laughs> Look, I, I was hoping it was going to be coming from you. To be honest, <laughs> what's hot on the ra- what's hot on the radar? I need to know what have you what have you seen lately? Have you heard about? Um, I've seen hardcore OG S1 getting a lot of traction recently. There must be mm. like a specific S1 that people have found that's really special. Really? No, I haven't. But I'll be investigating. <laughs> Look, I, I know that your uh, your reach spreads far and wide. So hopefully, next time we chat, uh, you got it in the stable, or you can give me an update at least. 
That's right. You never know. Now I want to find it. Sounds like it sounds like it might be interesting. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah, I mean, I'm always looking for I I'm I'm always looking for what the what the other guys are doing, you know, like um I'm a I'm just like all the other I'm just like any other seed guy that I, I buy everybody's seeds. Every other breeder, any breeder that that is out there that uh looks interesting, I've bought your shit. <laughs> I have it and I'm popping it currently i go through a lot of different people's stuff looking for unique things and i think if if you know anybody out there is thinking about doing like making doing projects breeding i think you should and i think i think you should pop everybody you know popping soul fire is cool and you're gonna find some heat you're gonna find some stuff you love but but pop everybody's go pop mike's stuff go pop whoever pop other people's stuff find find all that heat because that's how we're gonna get the new stuff you know like it's come it's become so mundane um like where's the new flavors at you know i'm i'm waiting <laughs> i'm waiting i love that that's great where's the heat like i you know i don't know that's it man I, yeah for the longest time i've said that i think the uh the wheels of our community metaphorically spin on people popping seeds oh no it does 100 percent. like if if you're sick of seeing the same strains or you're sick of there not being a new flavor, then start popping seeds. If you're not popping seeds, you're part of the problem. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you're going to find those. Somebody, somebody has it right now. It could be soul fire stock. It could be whatever, but they have it in their garden right now. Something fucking amazing. They're probably never going to post it on Instagram. Probably never going to tell their buddies about it. They probably don't even have a clone of it. It's just going to come and go. <laughs> I, I agree. It uh it could be the the Raspberry Mama inside Heavy Days tent dropping soon. <laughs> yeah, it could be. You never know. It could be anything. Like like uh I, I'm sure with all these new growers coming online and all the beans that are getting popped, there's some there's some cool shit out there. We just gotta we just gotta be, as you would say, privy to it. That's it, man. You gotta have your finger on the pulse. I was interested in asking. I'm I'm particularly keen to get my hands on one of these boxes because I noticed inside it is the Mind Flayer S1, and I'm not sure you can get <laughs> that anywhere else. Have you tested those at all? Slash, what am I? Yeah, I cool. What are we expecting? Uh, I grew some. Just uh, a nice. It's a. It's really close to the original, the original Mind Flayer that I that I grew and and used for this. So. Um, yeah, those are in the box. It's not part of the drop. You can only get it in the box. So there'll only be X amount of them uh, out there, you know, so enjoy. I like to do that. I like to I like to make things very limited because I, I feel like that makes them, you know, cooler. Like if you were in that moment, if you were there to to get those things, then you got them. And if you weren't, then maybe you can't. And yeah. Yeah, that's it. You miss the boat, guys. Don't don't be left. That's right. Don't miss the boat. Yeah, because and we do that with a lot. Like our last supper cross that was out in the in the um, Bahama line. Guys are always asking us about that. Like, oh my god, we got these last supper freebies with like some banana runs packs, and these are the most amazing things. So frosty, the turps are crazy. Where are they at? Where can we get them? You can't. If you didn't get them, if you didn't get that freebie for that thing, it is gone, and we're not remaking it. So, uh, we do that for sh on purpose for sure. So yeah, be there in the moment or be, be wanting, or maybe you could find it out there, you know, like guys have shit. So 
you never know. But while we're on the topic, I would love to hear, because I know sometimes this is a hard one because you, you tend to want to know a bit more info before you give an answer. But if you could only recommend one of the Mind Flayer crosses just as that you think is sort of a crowd pleaser, what would you recommend? And as a follow-up, what is your personal favorite of the drop? Um. Yeah, so if I... If I was a guy and I was looking at the menu and I was just like, you know what? I can only get one. Which one am I going to get? Which one am I? I'd probably go. It's hard to say because they're all so different and, you know, you have different reasons for, for getting something. But if I was a guy looking for something to wash and I was a hash guy, I'd go Megamind. Um, if I was a guy that is going for like bag appeal, really can't go wrong with any of them but that's a hard question yeah it's hard utter madness is is an awesome one um yeah if i just had a 100 bucks and i had to pick one i don't know i don't know <laughs> it's tough isn't it it's tough because like like i like you we were talking about earlier when we designed this line we put each one in here for a different reason you know so they all have a, a reason why they're here exactly well what's your personal favorite i i don't have a straight up personal favorite because i can't i couldn't choose like soul sonic over mind melter be i i just couldn't and i couldn't choose like mind melter over mega mind so i i don't know who would be my personal favorite i suggest like a mind melter maybe if you're if you're new uh to soul fire you won't go wrong you know, if, if, if I was, a, if I, if I never heard of, of Soulfire before I had a hundred bucks to spend and this is going to be my, my, the, I'm, my intro, go mind melter, strawberry mind melter. You're going to kill the game. You'll fall in love. Um, yeah, there. That's, I guess that's what I'll say. It's a good recommendation. I was going to say, yeah, I think like the heavy yields and the terps are going to help. So that that's a good one. And yeah. Just to loop back quickly, you mentioned a little earlier that you you know you pop a lot of other breeders' stuff and you're familiar with who's doing what. I was curious to ask: Are there any strains or breeders that have caught your eye recently? Um, yeah, I mean, I like, I definitely like what like Bloom is doing um, uh, with his Turp profiles. Uh, I I've been popping a bunch of like older older stuff, so I was uh. I popped some TGA stuff. Oh, uh, killer. Yeah. What stuff? Yeah. Uh, like, so just like a bunch of stuff, like some of his, uh, his, this was a while back, but his, um, his train, his blood wreck crosses. So, um, I think that it was, it was named as, uh, uh, what the fuck was it? I know Chernobyl's one. No, I didn't pop Chernobyl. I didn't find any, I didn't find any keepers, sadly, but, um, it was like a quirkle. It was like a quirkle cross. Oh yeah, uh, crazy train. It was the crazy train. Yeah, yeah. So, so Mike has this huge uh, thing full of seeds, tons, like dude, from all over the years. I have a big vault, but he has like a huge vault. And uh, he gave me a bunch of crazy train uh, seeds, and I, I popped those. I didn't find what I was looking for, like turp wise, so none of them really made the cut. But, um, and that's the case with a lot of different breeders. Like I'll, I'll pop. A bunch of stuff there'll be some heat there'll be some tight stuff but it just has to like make the cut so um yeah that and yeah i'm always buying i'm always buying seeds i have a buying seed problem 
I, I would imagine like everybody else. <laughs> yeah, look, I think I think we're all addicts in that regard. Um, just out of uh, like a, a general sort of curiosity slash follow up, I remember in the last episode we chatted about uh, the Flave being one of your memorable ones. Oh yeah. Did you know that Miss Jill is uh, putting that out again? Like you can get it again. Yeah, I wonder how. I mean, I wonder how like close to what it what it was before is. Yeah. So do you know when that's coming out? Because I'll definitely grab some. Well, I think it, it might even be out now, but you nailed it on the head. The I've got a question about that purely because the original it was like Romulan by Space Queen. That's right. And the Ram the Romulan was heavy, man. Yeah. And so like there's a lot of like, you know, question marks around Romulan these days. But on top of that, they also listed as Peach Romulan and not just Romulan. And Ooh. so I'm like, oh, is that their way of subtly yeah. tipping their hat that it's not the same? Yeah, maybe because that wasn't what the original one was. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But um, who knows? Did they put up any pictures of it or anything? Because I can tell from like the pictures how similar it, it really is. Because it's the the flavor that we used was very unique. Like the one that Mike selected, um, it was very unique. Yeah, look, I'm I'm trying to pull it up on my phone now. It's on Miss Jill's page, yeah, but it should be like kind of eggy and like big bright green or yeah bright hairs i'll have to send you a photo after the episode i'm trying to pull it up but i can't find her instagram right now when i'm under the crunch <laughs> always like dude everybody always is getting deleted it's so yeah it's, it's so terrible it's wild that's part of the reason why we went to to discord you know yeah right the constant persecution on instagram is horrible yeah, I wonder if anything's going to actually change because it's like you can like you see paid advertisements for cannabis, but then also people getting banned. Yeah, no, I don't think it's going to change. It's not going to change until it's federally legal. I mean, yeah, uh, the rock can the rock can take down a, a bottle of tequila and that's fine and nothing against the rock. I love the rock. Um, but, you know, God forbid, like you post some pot, then you could just be banned. A lot of it is the is the like the the weight that they give um, the report. Like, so sometimes you'll get reported for uh, hate speech or, or all this other crap that has not, you know, that's around, you know, it's a, it's not even what it is, but um, they'll pull your post down because somebody said that you were, you know, being abusive by posting pot. It doesn't even make any sense. Yeah. It's, it's definitely, a, it feels a bit like the wild west, doesn't it? Yeah, a little bit. It's just over, over policed it's crazy because you know you can watch somebody literally get murdered on instagram that's fine you know that doesn't come down but a guy posts a plant and it's oh you know he loses his whole account that he's had for years it just doesn't make sense to me honestly yeah do you think that discord will become even more popular than what it is now oh yeah oh yeah it's gonna be huge i mean i told so i wish i could take credit for like a lot of cannabis guys moving to discord, but I really can't like Lem here in, in, I knew about discord years ago, just for my kids playing like video games and me playing video games with them. It took over, um, for like team speak. So like we would use team speak or ventrilo back then. And, um, 
Discord came along and my kids were like, oh, dad, like, you know, Discord is away. And when I first used it, I was like, this shit sucks. Like, it's not that intuitive. There's so much different things going on. I wasn't into it at first. And then after I, a while and I was able to figure out how to kind of use it and how versatile, versatile it is, I was like, oh, this is pretty cool, you know? And then um, there's a there's a breeder up here in, in Washington named Lemon, Lemon Hoko, uh, Lem, and he has a Discord, a cannabis Discord, and it was you know, they got a lot of different stuff going on in there. They got all this stuff going on. And uh, that's when I first saw the idea. And I was like, okay. And I set up the soul fire discord. We didn't have any, barely any followers. We basically just sit and, and chit chat in there with like me and dragon and just a couple of the, the regular guys. And, um, and, you know, I told Mike about it and at first and, and, and then, and then at that point, then like uh, Masonic started his own discord and he started, you know, getting his thing going. And then uh, I was telling Michael, I was like, Hey man, we, you should do a discord, bro. Blah, blah, blah. He's like, nah, I, I hate discord. That shit sucks. <laughs> Just like how I was when I first saw it, you know? And uh, he's like, nah, this shit fucking sucks. And then, um, after a while, after he just had had enough of it with like Instagram, he, you know, he started doing his NFT stuff and he's, he set up a, a Instagram and, um, then we, or, uh, a discord rather. And, uh, yeah. And he just kind of got used to it. I think that's what's going to happen. I think a lot of guys who maybe aren't that tech savvy or it's not that intuitive for them. I think they're going to, they're going to come along because um, I mean, really that's where the core of the soul fire base is, is in discord. You want help. You have problems with the plant pop into discord. We got 7,000 guys there ready to help you answer a question. You want daily giveaways? We're doing them every day at 420. You can get, uh, you know, we're giving away a pack of, of beans. You want uh, to post your pictures of what you've grown and what you've grown and show off and, and show other people what you're doing. That's where you can do it. Um, just the community interaction in there is amazing. Like you couldn't ask for more. It's like forums. It's like a modern day forums, I would say, you know. Definitely. I feel like, yeah, it's it does have that um, longitudinal ability to track threads and things like that, which mm-hmm. is definitely something people have been calling for for a long time, which is like really great to see. And as, as your Discord illustrates, you can really get them popping with a lot of different functionalities and sort of various different things happening at different times. There's a lot of reasons to be on there. Yeah, no, for sure. And... You know, it takes a lot of work too. Like I have, I have an entire staff of um, moderators that are in their 24 hour some at different time zones so that like, you know, we can just keep it like uh, a positive space. That's um, about what we designed it for, which is growing pot and talking to other people about growing pot and sharing um, tech and sharing ideas, you know, like we have a whole area just about getting your setup right a whole area about you know every different facet and you know you really get to know these guys i mean in discord you have pretty much 24-hour access to the breeder who's making your seats so you can talk to them about you know whatever at any time and i think that right there alone just changes the game so there's a lot to it if you set up a discord just be ready for the uh the bumps here and there but there's just so so many different things you can do it's it's awesome yeah definitely huge functionality huge functionality cool i was just gonna uh mention that one thing we hadn't actually spoken about yet a little bit uh off the topic of the discord is 
Where where do you think like the flavor demands are going in the future? Like, what do you think is going to be the next big popular flavor to take the scene by storm? Well, I think I think gas is like you said making a comeback. Um, I think it's cycling cycling back. Uh, I don't know. I'm I'm waiting for like a new flavor profile to pop up. We were just talking the other day about like watermelon strains and how I've never I've never tried a, a strain that they say tastes like watermelon that actually does i would love to if you have one out there and you're like soul fire there really is a watermelon strain that actually tastes like uh watermelon i would love to try it i haven't not like one that's like banana or like strawberry or like orange um or apple like our our apple uh, our apple pucker strain that was in the bahama is amazingly like apple it's crazy like apple i would love to see that flavor profile uh, take off. I I just saw. I was at the homeboy's house the other day. It was growing his uh, his pucker ups, and it was crazy apple. So yeah, I don't know. I'd like to see like a flavor like that, like a true apple come out. Um, I don't know. I don't know where we're where we're going uh, as far as flavors. Yeah, I, I certainly can attest that I, I haven't really come across uh, many true apple flavors. So that's neat to hear. The apple pucker, we'll have to get onto that. Oh, it's it's insane. Yeah. In terms of the watermelon, I haven't, likewise, haven't ever really come across it. But I think Bodhi says he's got a, a landrace Afga- uh, African hash plant. I think, uh, I can't remember, e- the Ethiopian watermelon hash plant is what he calls it. But... Again, that that's getting a bit uh, wild and untamed to be dealt with. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, he he had a lot of great. He has a lot of great flavor profiles, and honestly, I haven't popped any of his beans for a long time. I think the last thing I popped from him was like a what was it like an Akai or something? Maybe it was a long time ago. I'll have to I'm gonna have to circle back now that you writing it down right now. <laughs> that's great. Uh, He's got some cool <laughs> stuff in there for sure. Yeah, maybe have to circle back and, and give him a give him a, a a little test pop there and see what we can find. Out of curiosity, have you ever come across like a, a real passion fruit flavored strain, like a like a guava? Yeah, well, like have you? So this is actually another point that I'm only just starting to learn. Um, a passion fruit's like common where you're at, like the fruit passion fruit here in Washington. No. Okay. Yeah. I mean, we it just rains all the time, right? So we don't. We don't get any of the cool fruits that you have down there in Australia. No, we don't get any of that shit. <laughs> no, because it's like I was talking to someone the other day and they said, oh, you know, I've never had it. And it made me realize like, yeah, I guess I just take it for granted. that It's just such a commonplace fruit down here that um, anyway, it's like a it's like a, a sour tart, not like super sour, but like a tartar version of like sort of a mango with some more floral influence in there, more like citrusy almost, but beautiful stuff but another flavor profile which i feel you don't really come across very much like in that same vein as the apple right i mean maybe i don't know maybe we just haven't haven't i the, i i believe that this isn't it like the flavor profiles that we have right now that's there's no way that this is it we just we haven't created them yet or they haven't been discovered yet like somebody's going to discover them so I mean, you know, back in the seventies when they were growing pot, it was pretty much just skunky, skunky pot. They, there wasn't all these strawberries and watermelons or, you know, and all these different flavors, they, they weren't there. So there's more to come. I mean, 
I don't know. I, I talk to people all the time and they just seem so like down in the dumps about where cannabis is in general. Um, yeah. And about the, like the flavors that are around, they, they, they talk as if we're at like the peak and it can never be better. And this is it. And I just don't think that that's the case. You know, I think, I think we're, we're nowhere near the top. I think we're, we're still creating. I think there's so much more stuff for like, n- like new guys coming on to like create. There's, there's so many new breeders coming out. There's going to be cool stuff being made. Yeah, definitely. I feel like there's so many, like, cause I think this plant is very well capable of producing any smell possible. And so, yeah, where's all that stuff we haven't smelt? Uh huh. It's coming. Don't worry. Like, whether it's uh, whether it's me making it or somebody that has it right now in like some seeds that they made, and and dude, that's why I always encourage people. Like, hey, if you find something cool in a pack of seeds you get from me, please, by all means, breed with it. Make something new. Make something your own. Um, it. You do not need to ask me. I still get these messages all the time. Like, hey, is it okay if I? Yes. Is it okay? Wait, wait, yes. Yes, it is okay. It's open source. I want you to breed with it. I want you to make your own things. I want you to create something new. So I have something to work with. <laughs> so, yeah. That's great philosophy. I, I love that. I uh, I did yeah. want to ask. I'm not the gatekeeper of the <laughs> shit at all. Yeah. Uh, and if they, if, if you buy a, a pack of seeds from Soulfire, you already know, like it's, it's inherently yeah, ingrained that you have my blessing to go ahead and, and, and work that line create something create something new yeah that's amazing so i did want to ask the uh with the bahama mama drop we we had the part two um after you know the initial uh success of the the part one of the bahama mama is there any chance we're going to see a similar thing with this more recent drop uh there won't be a part two of the mind flare yeah there won't there won't be a part two um of it i think we did the part two because of what I said earlier, where I think it's unfair to put out so many strains at one time and put that stress on, you know, just the common gardener's pocket. Like, Oh, here's 14 strains, but you can only pick a couple at the, you know what I mean? No, I would much rather put out six and then six to eight. And then maybe in six months later, you get another six to eight from that strain. If we had that many that should go into it. Um, so, but with the mind flare, I think this is, we're just going to do this, this six and, and, and that'll be it. There'll be different freebies or maybe different exclusives you'll see. Um, but there won't be a, there won't be a, a part two. And we, we made enough stock so that there's plenty of boxes that go out and yeah, that'll be it. That's exciting stuff I'm keen to hear and I guess it further just reinforces that there's no better time than now guys don't don't wait around this is it jump in. Yeah, I think I mean our our pre-orders are insane so like once it goes it's it's gone and and then um we'll you know we'll be doing this uh hood candies testing and if hood candies makes it great we'll see that you know in the in winter and it, or end of fall maybe winter of this year if it makes it if it doesn't you know we'll see you next year with something we're not we're definitely not a company that's known for like putting up putting out drops back to back to back we don't do it um yeah you can count my drops on your hand i believe yeah hey that's that's good to hear i think that's most of what i wanted to touch on was there anything we haven't touched on that you wanted to do 
Uh, no, no, I think, I think, uh, I think we, we, we touched bases. I mean, we talked about the mind flare drop discord Frenchies passion fruit. <laughs> we, we learned a lot. We learned a lot. I, I don't need to pop over to your, uh, your discord and do, uh, and do a gnarly giveaway, man. Uh, look, I would, I would be very grateful. I think that everyone have would you be sent super me a, excited. Have you sent me an invite to your to your Discord yet? No, I'll do it now. Look, I'll, I'll be honest. I'm actually a little late to the party with Discord, and I'm still figuring all the ins and outs of it, but I'll send you one right now. Okay. Yeah, send me one, and I'll, I'll come in there, and I can uh, I can try to give you any little tips and pointers that I know. I'm not the best at it. I mean, the best thing you can do is have a, have a kid. <laughs> have a kid that knows what he's doing because my son, yeah, he's great at it. Oh so, yeah, look, I bet he's he's the mastermind, he's the Da Vinci of Discord. He really is. I mean, that's that's these kids these days, right? So I, I was uh I was blessed in that aspect to have him as a as a moderator there who quickly can repair things and change things and make things. Do you have a do you have a giveaway bot set up yet? No. God, you can get a bot for that. Dude, you got Yeah, oh yeah. Dude, that's how we do all of our giveaways. It's like it takes it. It totally does the randomiz- randomization of it, a hundred percent. So it's all automated. Wow, it's, it's awesome. It's awesome, dude. I'm gonna go down a deep dive after we get off the phone, based on the sounds of this. Oh yeah, man. There's so many different bots that you can use for so many different things. Um, in Discord, it's just what makes it great. You know, a ticket system. Like you got to have that. So that's one of the coolest things about our Discord is that if you have a problem, if you have um, a customer service problem, you have an issue with what's going on in Discord, anything, anything you want to talk to staff about, you just open up a ticket, say what it is. It gives us a, a ticket number and one of our staff members will pop in there and, and solve the problem for you. I mean, that's just how it goes. So, yeah, I love it. Yeah. Cool. Look, I'm I'm keen, and I'd love to have you swing by. Our, our listeners would be very grateful to get their hands on any of your work. And look, I'm sure they're already in your Discord as well. So, big overlap, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. It'd be cool. I'll pop over there right when. Just send me the invite when we get off this, and I'll I'll, I'll pop over there. Amazing. Well, I think with that being said, that just about brings us to the end of it for today. Were there any shout-outs or general comments you'd like to make? Uh, no, I think that, I think that, that covers it, man. I, I appreciate you having me on the show. I can't believe it's already been a year since the last time that I was here, but, uh, I always, uh, I always appreciate the, the opportunity to come on, come on here and, you know, big shout out to seats here now, um, for always, always being there. They were the first bank that ever picked up, uh, old soul fire when we, when we first started. So, um, big shout out to them for that. Yeah, hugely. The uh, original sponsors of our show and have been supporting us all these years. So, huge shout out to Seeds here now. But likewise, a huge shout out to you, Soulfire, for coming on the show, for giving us some amazing genetics and for sharing some of your knowledge and history with us. As always, very appreciative. Anytime. Anytime. there you have it gang a huge shout out to soul of soul fire seeds for coming on by sharing the knowledge 
some info about the upcoming Mind Players series, as well as some info about the future drops you can look forward to, including the Hood Candies, which sounds really promising to me. But I'll tell you what else sounds promising. Supporting our sponsors. You support them, they support us. You keep getting episodes. How good does that sound? Go check out C Tier now. For all the latest and greatest drops, if you're looking for autoflower, feminized, regular, whatever you're after, they got it. C Tier now. Guarantee on satisfaction, not just germination. Please check them out. James Bean, as you heard from the man himself, Soul, simply a gentleman beyond others. Supporting both us and Soulfire from day one, please check out Seeds here now. However, if you're based in the UK or the EU, check out our good buddies at Simply Souvenirs. They have a great range of breeders, including Soulfire, but they've got a range of other breeders too, as well as some lesser-known boutique breeders who they think you should keep your eye on. Check them out, guys, Simply Souvenirs, or on Instagram, Simply Souvenirs F2. They are lovely people. Thank you so much for the support. Likewise, Coppet Biological Systems. These guys have been fans of the show for a long time and have helped us to make the episodes. Please consider supporting them. They have some of the best predators in the game, keeping your garden pest and pathogen free. If you've got aphids, check out the Akiparam. If you've got spider mites, check out the Spidex Vital. I really don't need to say any more, guys. These guys are industry standard, world-renowned, best in the game. Check them out. Coppet Biological Systems. Thank you so much for your support. We appreciate it. And last but not least, the Patreon gang. A huge shout-out, guys. You know we love you. We could not make it happen without you. Please check out the Patreon if you would like to help support the show to ensure that future episodes happen. All the while, you'll get early access to new coming episodes, unheard exclusives that are Patreon-only specials, as well as a range of giveaways. We're doing monthly genetic giveaways now. Check it out, guys. Some hot seeds from hot breeders. Get them into your hot hands. And with that, I think we're just about done, my friends. Thank you so much for making it to the end with me. As usual, your boy, Heavy Days, signing off from the Upside Down Library. I'll see you.